0: Buran rusted old nails by the door We'll board up these houses to enter no more And even the gulls won't come up from the shore know all the people are leaving This is Alex Pearson, Toronto's <laughs> News, Today's Talk, 640 Toronto my brother, he thought I was under water, I was, I was on the ground, it was taking me down the cold The amount of water that came over that
1: that island back there, Channel Head Island, I mean, these might as well have been Lego toys. There was there was no chance and nobody anywhere in town has seen anything like that happen before where the water has crested over that island. That's the window in living room, which is probably 23, 25 feet up from the ocean.
0: Oh, the stories of survival and just so much devastating news. And sadly, the reality for those in Fiano's path is it's going to be months before anything returns to normal. And that normal is not going to look like it did before. So if you've ever been to Prince Edward Island, if you go back, it will not be the Prince Edward Island you knew. Certainly uh, aerial shots show that the island's totally been changed, lost a ton of coastal land and obviously so many trees. And they lost a lot of massive dunes that are absolutely vital to protecting the landscape. Uh, The prime minister was on the ground yesterday to see the damage himself. Here's some of his takeaway
1: obviously nope. lots of devastation not just uh here but we saw it driving over all across the island um and not just uh fishers and wharves affected obviously uh agriculture affected as well um whether it's the corn crops or soybeans or, or concerns around potatoes which have had a tough couple of years
0: yeah and that's not going to get easier i mean they're going to lose ugh. Who knows what they'll lose in uh, farming and harvest. I mean, they just did a harvest, or they were in the middle of the harvest. What a a terrible time. One of the silver linings that we have mentioned during the show are the wild horses of Sable Island, which took, again, a direct hit from Fiona. So Sable Island, like this island has nothing shielding it. They don't have any rock face. There's one tree. I mean, it's a grassy island surrounded by nothing but water. And a lot of people were wondering, what happened to the 500 wild horses? Did they survive? And well, according to the park staff, uh, four of those people who stayed on the island during the storm, you can only imagine what that was like. Um, In the aftermath of checking all the devastation around them, the horses came back and it was like nothing happened. It's just another day of grazing on the island. Let me bring in Abby Branchflower, Director of Education with Friends of Sable Island Society. Thank you so much for joining us today. My pleasure. Thank you for having me. We were trying to get someone to talk about this on uh, Tuesday. I mean, everyone needs just a little bit of good news, and this is a good news story. But, of course, everyone is busy trying to uh, make sure these animals are okay and, and of course, cleaning up their own destruction. So do you have any updated information as to if there was any loss of these animals? And and how on earth are they able to protect themselves? Because it's not the first time they've been hit in a storm.
1: No, these horses are kind of old hats at this. They are very adapted to this environment. They've been there since the 1700s, and they act on instinct. So they group together. They go in the lees by the dunes, and they just—that's how they shelter. They're like you said. There's there's one tree on the island that's not providing much shelter for them, so they go in the dips and the valleys on this island, and basically heads out of the wind, shelter the young in amongst them, and and that's how they protect themselves. Um the young and the oh yes, the young and the old are the ones most likely to be at risk. Um I haven't yeah. heard any updates specifically about the horses with five hundred, it's you know, a little bit hard to do do a head count there. Um, but I do know that as a whole, the population has just been acting
0: normally since then that's crazy especially when so when you see the destruction of Prince of and and you are in Nova Scotia so you you understand the complexity and the dangers of this particular storm and the horror uh, and the strength of, of Fiona um you know when you see that Uh, decades-old dunes no longer exist in PEI, and they're an important part of the landscape because they build up over years and they kind of shield the island from the the elements of weather. Those are all gone, and so you have to wonder on Sable Island, uh, where did these animals hide, and did any of their dunes survive, or is the whole island now just flat? And did the one tree survive? I don't know about the one tree. That would be a
1: a very interesting uh, question to ask again. (laughs) Not that it's providing much shelter, but it is kind of iconic. Um, They do still have a dune system, thankfully. Um, So thankfully, again, they weren't direct. uh, I mean, they were a direct hit, but not to the same extent as the Prince Edward Island. Um, Dune systems are always um, kind of getting shaved off and moving and shifting in the sands. So that is something that they're adapting to. For example, there'll be tidal pools there that there weren't um, previous to the storm. And Mm -hmm. that will change their patterns for where they go to water and where they go to shelter. But they are pretty used to these, uh, these shifting sands, as it
0: were. I don't know if they've lost uh, any kind of coastal range as uh, Prince Edward Island did. I I would assume that because it also took a direct hit, um, the island itself will will not be the same. But, um, you know, to your point of just how scrappy these horses are, they dig for their water. So they're scrappy little animals and they'll find the water. But um, do we have any idea of how much loss to vegetation there will be? And and do these guys ever swim across? Are they able to leave the island, swim across and go anywhere else if they have to?
1: Nope. These horses are stuck there. Um, They have known nothing except for this island and the island ecology, which is part of what makes them so uniquely adapted to the island. There's no way for another horse to get on there and influence the gene pool. And horses haven't been taken off the island since about 1961 when they received that protection. So nothing's come on, nothing's left, and they've developed really to be this unique breed that is so adapted to the island. Um, So they can't leave and nothing can get there um makes them vulnerable to outside diseases that for example a visitor could introduce but it also makes them super super adapted so they eat that moran grass which is mostly what's uh, i think it's a third of the island covered by that grass um but they'll Mm -hmm. also eat other things like beach pea and sandwort even algae that um comes up on the island so on the beach sorry like it's not not very appetizing stuff but they're they're survivors for sure
0: Yeah, no question. I mean, we've seen so many things lost um, in, in this storm, whether it's the teacup uh, rock formation that people around the world came to see. Um, you know, those beautiful little coastal homes that dot uh, the island where people, you know, they always end up on postcards. There's, there's going to be a lot of loss to how. Um, you know, Atlantic Canada kind of looks after this storm, but I have to think that these horses, Sable Island is known around the world. And so even just having a glimmer of, of this good news it is a really big deal, certainly for, for these people, for this uh, area. Absolutely. They're iconic and people, people care about these
1: horses. Horses are super charismatic. They have unique markings that make them stand out. If you think all over the world, people care about Wilder, feral, however you want to call them, horse populations because they mm-hmm. can identify individuals. So they have markings, they have different patterns. They're not quite like deer. Deer don't have those kind of distinctive markings, and they also don't stay in in family bands. So, on um, on Sable Island, there are about forty to fifty family bands, and they're pretty close knit. So you can get a feel for it, even through pictures their relationships amongst each other.
0: Yeah. And, and and I guess, um, and you might not know this. I mean, I know the park staff, there's not a lot of them. Uh, they stayed out there and certainly they'll be looking uh, for the after conditions, uh, the water, et cetera, the coastal area. Uh, I guess the concern would be, are they going to have enough food um, to take them through winter? I don't know how these animals do it. I mean, they live there in the winter, which would be just hell on earth. <laughs> I would have to think with all those storms. <laughs> but, you know, they do need to make sure that they've got food in areas. So will those things all be checked? And could they eat, so they, and just before I let you answer that, could they eat other stuff brought in by the park staff or are they just strictly they have to eat that vegetation? So they're considered a naturalized species. Um, so they've been over there for
1: many more than 50 years, but that's kind of the the parameter that's left there. So they're not managed at all. Um, there's not a risk to the overall population. There's about 500 horses there right now. So Parks Canada, based on all their um, their uh, mandates and things will not be providing aid to the horses. They are strictly mm-hmm. considered wildlife. Um, so they won't be bringing any feed and it actually, if uh, if people are familiar with horses, they'd know that it would be very mm-hmm. dangerous to introduce foreign food to the horses. They have very sensitive digestive tracts. Yes. Yeah, anything with high sugar or any, any novel food could really be a danger um, to these animals particularly also even if you bring in hay that could introduce weeds to the island that could then cause long-term effects and destroy the the moram grass if it's more if it somehow adapts and is foreign then that can be really dangerous as well so no they're strictly considered wildlife it would be like the seals that come up on the island nobody's feeding them and and nobody's uh, kind of checking
0: their body conditions yeah a colicky horse is not a, not a happy horse that's for sure Can no. people help can they help the sable island society um,
1: so there are different ways that you can help us spread the word. What we're doing right now is trying to get a curriculum in the Nova Scotia public schools to just get people more familiar with the ecology and the unique, um, just kind of what how unique Sable Island is because it's such a cool place. Yeah. And particularly with climate change and everything, we're trying to drive awareness of of nature and how important it is. So we do have um, the volume one of Sable Island Stories that people can purchase uh, off of Amazon and I think we'll have it on our store. You can become a member from anywhere in the world, actually, and get our updates, things like that. And we'll also have a second book coming out, possibly not this year, but hopefully soon. So keep your eye out on that on our website and our Facebook. And how are you doing, Abby? Been a tough few days. Oh, I'm doing great. (laughs) I'm doing great. I'm lucky. I was in the, I'm in the Annapolis Valley region, so we we have nothing to complain about. We, we lost our power and some sleep, but that's, that's all for the most part out here.
0: Good to hear. Well, I know uh, the region's been through a lot. So if we can just share a little bit of good news, uh, we'll take it. And these horses, I think provide that very much. Appreciate your time on this. Yeah, absolutely. And I appreciate the interest. Absolutely. That is Abby Branch Flowers. She's with the uh, friends of Sable Island society. It's such a neat, neat story. Such a uh, amazing that these animals can survive what they do. But they will give, I think, a lot of peace of mind to the locals who have just lost kind of everything they know around them. So if we can keep something normal, that is a good thing.